Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm great. How are you today? Just fine. Just fine. We've had a couple glorious days, fall days. Um, Right up my alley, man. I love it. No, not no low humidity. And yep. the colors and the trees, and it's just been really nice. I really have enjoyed the last couple of days, but I know we're yep. going to get we're going to get nailed by the rain. Well, today. as we're talking, yeah, as we're talking, yeah. as, as as you know, we tape today. We're taping on Friday morning, and it's beautiful. But while you while you're listening, you'll it'll be rainy. But so what? It's one day, and it's going to be nice again on Sunday. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Indeed. Indeed. So, so how we got to look uh, at it. A couple things I wanted to bring our listeners up to date on. Last week, I talked about uh, poor Mr. Hobbs, that he had been taken into a veterinary referral and emergency center hospital for some surgery, which he had done on Monday of this week. And uh, Dr. Genova felt uh, that she had gotten all of it out and felt very comfortable with the surgery and the success of the surgery. But uh, the, the mass, whatever, I don't know how much they actually do of this because I've never done a biopsy, so I don't know. But they sent it out on Wednesday, and they expect some kind of an answer uh, next early next week. But in any event, he, in the last couple of days, he's been through hell and back uh, in the sense that the first day when I brought him home, he was okay, but he also, um, as the day wore on, and I'm not saying that the medications wore off, it's just that I think the reality of what was going on physically in his body was starting to um, take effect so that he realized he no longer had this thing in his mouth. And 
I hadn't noticed it that much, but Dr. Dr. Denova noticed it. She said when I brought him in, his mouth was open, and he couldn't really completely close his mouth because of the size of the mass that was in there. And he was drooling because the uh, the saliva was just, right, right. I don't know. So anyway, she said when she released him, at least he stayed overnight there, by the way, on, on Monday. And when I picked him up on Tuesday, he was able to keep his mouth closed, which was a huge difference. And she said his tongue is probably still swollen, uh, and it will be for just a day or two. But he also um, it looks like none of his salivary glands were affected by this. So he should be, he should heal up perfectly fine, as if nothing was ever in there. But she said, be on the lookout for some things that makes it look like he's having a difficult time. And <laughs> number one, I was out of the house, I would say 90% of the day on Wednesday. And when I fed him in the morning, he lapped up the, the pate type stuff because he, he could. Um, he didn't want to eat anything that had any kind of mass to it because that, that hurt. So he, he just ate it right up. He was very hungry, which I was very happy to see. But then he kind of went into hibernation as the day wore on. And I had given him some pain medication that she had given me. And he went upstairs and got himself underneath the bed all the way up against the wall. And of course, in a place where you can't just easily reach under and grab him. Uh, yeah, cat. Of yep. course. Mm-hmm. So I had, to, this was about 10 o'clock at night on Wednesday. I was looking for him. I couldn't find him. And I figured, please, God, do not have him be down behind the furnace. Because if that's where he is, I'm screwed. I can't get in there. There's no way. So I went upstairs into the bedroom and found him underneath the bed, and I was so happy. So I closed the door so he wouldn't run out. And I was just able to get one paw. And I grabbed the paw, and I gently started pulling him, and he didn't give me any pushback at all. Right, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I thought, well, that's pretty interesting because usually he digs his claws in and makes it really hard, but he didn't. So when I finally got him out, I put him on a, a little towel and I could see that there was some blood around his mouth. And I think what he was doing, which Dr. Genova told me is a good possibility, is that he was tearing at or pulling at the stitches and so he was bleeding so i had to clean him up and um and i did with a uh, a damp paper towel and then he went right out of the the room and downstairs and he was very energetic his normal self looking for food and i thought well this is a good thing yay he's not bad so i gave him some more of that you know, pate type stuff so he didn't have to chew it. And he ate most of it. 
And then I gave him some pain meds and he went over in the corner under the boxes and the other things and just curled himself up and went to sleep. And I thought, what am I going to, yeah, but I thought, what am I going to find in the morning? You know, so when the morning came, um, I opened the door and both he and his brother were right there. We're waiting crying for and, Yeah, they're waiting for food. So I so thought, they're, so all good. All good. So he's been doing well since. Yes, he has. Oh, good. And Thank God. Um, That's good. Yes, but now we still have to find out what the I biopsy know. says. But I'm <laughs> sure know, it is what she said it is, which is uh, squamous cell carcinoma. But she said it is a very, very common thing that cats get, especially in the mouth. And she said might be a couple quick shots of radiation and he's done. But she said, I really think that I got most of it, if not all of it. Okay. So oh. that's the update on Mr. Hobbs and he's doing I'm Mr. well. Mr. Cat. Yeah. Yeah. And and everybody at DREC uh, just fell in love with him. He was look. Just, he's he is a beautiful cat. He is. What is he, Lynn? What type of cat is he? I. I it's, is it a chartreuse? It's a word, yes, chartreuse, yeah, chartreuse, yeah. like that. It's Whatever a the hell the name breed, is. And some part Short of them is Siamese. And that's oh. that's what you can hear in the high squeaky voice that he has. Well, I just love how his his fur looks like gray velvet. Yeah. And those amber eyes are like, he's beautiful. He is. He's a beautiful cat. Yes. The two of them. 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 The other one's gorgeous, too. And they were um, adopted, yes. you know, which is a good thing with all the kitty well, cats out there that need home. I forget who it was that told me about the fact that I have uh, my designer cats. <laughs> yeah, designer cats, yes. and they're, they're adopted. Yes. Yeah, yes. there you go. That's, That's the best, the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good. So good. I'm glad Hobbsy Dobbsy's okay. And actually, Lou, um, Lulu, I was going to say, uh, Rosie and Huey went yesterday up to Indra Loka for their final, their like distemper shots and their heartworm and flea and tick and all that stuff. They went up for their stuff yesterday. Meyer took them up and uh, through the, because, you know, as I said, we adopted them through the boxer, uh, adoptaboxerrescue.com. And, um, so uh, we did, we, they, that's part of the adoption process, and so they finished up what they needed, and uh, they're doing okay. So, um, so it's, it's good. She's getting a little bit, they're getting a little bit better, because as you know, I'm losing my mind um, in many ways <laughs> with these pups. But they're getting better because I sort of have a system down now, and I have to keep thinking because, as Dawn always tells me, you know, you're in charge of the dog. It isn't the other way around. And mm-hmm. I, you know, they're the, they're an animal. They're your pet. Blah blah blah. And and sometimes you tend to forget that because it, yep. you're. But I I I say to myself, I actually say out loud when I'm doing now this system that I have that works out beautifully with them. I say mm-hmm. I'm in charge here. I'm in charge. Not you, <laughs> me. <laughs> Because it makes me feel better, and it makes me feel like I'm telling them, look it, don't try to pull anything. Yep. But anyway, here they go. So so pets, pets, and more pets. What are we going to do, Lynn? And so now how um, old are they now? They're, they just were five months the other day. Okay. 
and okay. they they you know he's like a he's like a total fluff bomb um mm-hmm. he's like this big flur, flurry black with big white white uh, or white excuse me with black like markings on his face and his ears are black and then the back of his like above his tail like in a horseshoe shape is black and everything else about him is white and she's all black and has a little tiny bit of white on her chest and on one of her paws in the front of the paw is a little bit of white on one of them so yep um anyway they're cute as heck um and they're doing all right so let's keep our fingers crossed on this so how did Um, you do at the event last night oh it was great it was very 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 well attended um uh the the gentleman michael fanone who wrote his book and who is um was a capital city police officer um And in the um, uh, the attack on six on on no, on the sixth of January, um, <clears throat> he, he was very um, oh my God! He showed the the body cam footage from that day um, that he he and many others, which I didn't realize, so many police officers self what's the word admitted self. Um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to look for? He used it. I can't. Committed that day. They did. They weren't on. They were. They were. You know, off that day, or they were this, and they all got mm-hmm. in uniform and did what they had to do and went to help because it was. You know, they could hear the the the, the constant um, need for help and the, you know the the what was going on. And when you look at that, when you see that, and I think there isn't anyone in that place regardless of your political affiliation, because this is, was a political event, um, that what those people endured and the back and forth and, you know, this, this political party saying this and this political party saying that and, you know, the policeman didn't fight hard enough and if it were another story, it would have been, it was t- if they were talking about another uh, scene, it would, have, it would have been different. It was just, it was, it was unbelievable because you just cast all those things, those uh, ideas aside when you see this because you can see what these people were going through and what the people there, the perpetrators of the Capitol and the people and the police officers were doing. They're insane. People, uh, the, the violence and the intention that people went with because Matt Schaefer, who's a, a psychology professor at Marywood, was trying to tell everybody, you know, why, and he went, he gave a little bit of his speech was on what happens in the brain and why people do the things they do and how what everybody can be violent. It's a matter of, you know, what happens in the brain and what triggers it and what doesn't, but to go there with a premeditated, in a premeditated state to be violent is a whole different story. So, he, mm-hmm. you know, they talked about that. It was, it was, it was really, really well done. And he was so compelling. Um, he talked over his body cam, um, the footage sometimes, other times he just knew when to not say anything and let us sit there. I mean, Lynn, I, if I didn't want to, you know, I had I was cr- crying. My eyes were kept welling up, and I was trying not to use. I, I I had gone that day 
just because it was my normal, as I call it, beautification day. Um, but anyway, I, I, I said, Steph, put some um, lashes on me today because I feel like I want to have a little more glam. And I, if I didn't have those on, I probably just let it, would have let everything dry. It was, it was so sad. But anyway, we're going to take a quick break. I'll continue it when we come back. Um, okay. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am Managing Director and Certified Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we were I'm finishing up my story on the event last night um, from the D- D- Defenders of Democracy, or DOD as we call them. Um, that is an organization started by uh, Lexi Kelly, Marianne Laporta, Natalie Gelb, and Sandy Lamana. And they did a wonderful job. Um, last year they kind of started this with the hope of getting more votes and people to register for to vote, and um, they did this uh, event last night at Marywood College, yeah, Marywood University, um, and with the help of Sandra Gelb and the Scranton Area Foundation, Munley Law was the um, presenting sponsor, and many, many, many other sponsors who, who um, you know, decided to help out and, and meet this guy. His, he had a book signing and a meet and greet afterwards. Um, and it was uh, very well done. People went away with, a, I think, a whole new uh, outlook on what it was like from one person's a body camp. So there was no hiding or anything. It was right there. Um, mm-hmm. So it was very interesting, very well attended. Um, state police, a couple state policemen were there. Uh, Mark Powell was there. Um, Bill Gawhan was there. Um, he was, you know, one of the... Um, nominated uh, Democratic commissioners, um, candidates for this year's election. I think Matt McGloin was there. I didn't see Matt, but somebody had said Matt was there. Um, 
and um, many other people, a lot of the state reps uh, showed up. And so it was uh, um, really um, well done and well needed because people could really see what happened. And it just, uh, he's a wonderful guy. He has four daughters. Um, and uh, it was, uh, it, you know, it was just no frills. It was what it was, is what it, what happened is what was shown. And he talked about it from what his life, you know, what he started out doing and what his life was and how he ended up there and how, what, where he is today. And it's, it's amazing. So um, just a big shout out to the gals pulling this off. And the professors at, at Marywood were wonderful. Matt Schaefer, who was on the panel, spoke from a psychological standpoint of why people are violent. And um, it, was, it was great. So um, very so pleased. So do follow-up with it? And I don't know that. I don't know what's going to happen afterwards. They just wanted to get through the event and see what happened. They got great publicity, WNEP and... and uh, WBRE were there, um, WVIA, um, and um, it was just, plus Marywood and what they were producing, Mike Straub was taking, uh, was there doing photographs, so it was um, really well, Lamar gave uh, great uh, publicity, um, partnership through their digital billboards to advertise it, Um, of course the Laurie and Lynn show, took care of them um, as much as we could. And um, Marianne was on WILK. Nikki interviewed her, she told me yesterday. And they were on PA Live. So they really got out there and moved around. And it was really, really on a Thursday night to hear this kind of a, a lecture and to hear, you know, see this, actually see this. There were there were coffee and water and dessert and um Afterwards, um, it was beautifully done by Mary with their beautiful canisters with fruit and water in them. It just, everything was set up so nicely. Mary Wood, I can't say enough what a great place that was. It was in Nazareth Hall, and it was great. So um, all the way around, we'll so see what people. happens. I'm sure they'll do a follow-up. I don't know, Lynn. I'm going to say about 100. Um, wow. But, it, yeah, it That's was pretty good. Was, yeah, it was really, it may have been more. Uh, it was beautifully attended. So, mm-hmm. That's great. so, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Nice, nice night. Well, so a few little, little odds and ends here. Um, you know, it's our, the boy's birthday. Yes. As you're listening to this on October 14th, it is his uh, 81st birthday believe it or not and he is um very excited he always has been about celebrating his birthday yes so i suppose i i should have mentioned the dear one's name because after (laughs) all it is different than mine even though we are married so patrick a dinapoli will be celebrating his 81st (laughs) birthday today as you listen and um, and what, can we also the, point out, that Lynn? Also point out so that people know you were nowhere. You he was a he robbed the cradle when he married you. Just so everybody oh, knows, yes. you're nowhere. Yes. So just just so we know. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. That's that's fair. 
Yeah, we have to do, we do have to mention that. But then the other thing I wanted to mention was Patrick's son, Tyler, I've been telling you about, uh, you know, some of the things that he's been doing. But first of all, I wanted to let everybody know that because of his affiliation with the motion picture industry, he was able to get us some tickets, uh, as we have done a couple times in the last few years, to go to the CBS luxury box at um, Giant Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, on Sunday so that we can go have uh, a good time in the luxury box and watching our Jets, which has been an all-time favorite uh, not occupation, an all-time favorite preoccupation probably, I should say, with Patrick. And he's been a, a Jets fan for years, 30 more years. So we're going to that event on Sunday with Meyer Man and um, should have a good time. So it's going to be a nice celebration. Tyler also has a new movie out, and I think we've talked about some of these before. But have you seen any trailers for it, Laurie, about uh, um, Meg Ryan? You know, I did, and I was wondering if it was recent because I – I haven't seen her in so long, and I, I, I don't know that it was a – well, I guess it's considered a trailer. I don't know if it was on Instagram or on Facebook, and I Probably saw Facebook, her. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, my God, I haven't seen her, and I love her. So, yeah, um, yeah. Well, this so is that's for that movie. movie. It's called okay. What Happens Later, and it's with um, uh, Meg Ryan. I think it's David Duchovny. And the two of them are in what they call the rom-com comeback. So uh, be sure to look for it. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's that's Tyler's latest thing. And um, I think that's just about all I had as far as updates in, in that regard. So so we'll be celebrating the birthday of the very infamous Patrick A. DiNapoli mm. this weekend. And I'm also um, waiting uh, for the birth of my third grand or great niece or nephew. We don't know what which it is, and they don't want to know. But my your favorite paper boy's daughter is planning on delivering a child um, any time between now and Halloween. And they wow, do not good. know, they don't know what the sex of the baby is. But as I understand, my sister-in-law is in Chicago with her daughter. And uh, they are looking forward to the new baby. It's going to be wow. a lot of fun. That's a well, sweet that's thing. Wonderful. Yeah, that's wonderful. Even though it's, wow. you know, it's Halloween. I don't care if she's born on Halloween, but. <laughs> Halloween baby, that, baby. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I think we'll probably take a break here, and then we'll come back and talk about a couple other things. Okay. And you're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. 
I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem... Just one phone call. I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? We are back. I'm, My name is... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was jumping in early. Go ahead. <laughs> I, was just, I was just for general speak, you know. Anybody. I know. I like, know. How, how are you doing? That's the way my, yeah, brother, how you doing? my brother-in-law would say that from Philadelphia. How are you yeah. doing? Okay. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, <laughs> he's a character. Um that you are listening to the Laurie Lynn Show. My name is Lynn Evans, and I am a certified financial planner and a managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. Hello. I mean, hi, everybody. <laughs> and I'm Laurie <laughs> Cadden, the owner of, owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And what do we have on next, Lynn? Oh, well, I was just going to do a couple things about the fact that a lot of people have been seeing in the news lately um, that because of inflation, everybody on Medicare is supposed to get a raise in January. And Mm -hmm. so everybody's excited because last year was, if not the largest, one of the largest raises ever of 8.7%. And that was due to inflation. Well, this year, we're still going to get a raise, and it's about three-point-something for this year. But the kicker always is, always is. Then -hmm. they go back and figure out how much they're going to increase the premiums for basic Medicare. Yeah, it's ridiculous. it's so stupid because it just just sucks it right out. It's feeding themselves is what it is. Yes. Think about it. So they talk about me nuts. 
they talk about the uh, the increase would be something in the neighborhood of fifty to fifty nine dollars, but they also don't yet know what it's going to be on the Medicare premium side. So mm-hmm. we don't know, but I mean, if so net, you might get a half a percent more. Whoopee! Uh, but anyway, that that's a, an important thing to note uh, for people that you're going to be getting a raise, so to speak. Um, it's not going to mean anything, I think, fundamentally, but just notice that your checks are going up, and so are Yay. the premiums. <laughs> and yeah. then I also, I also wanted to say that um, I know there is some controversy in your world about this, but uh, on Wednesday night, eight of us went to the Settlers Inn in Holly for a dinner meeting for the Circle 200 group. And I met some people that I really enjoyed that I had not met before. Uh, The one person I really wanted to acknowledge that I thought was really great was Carla McCabe, who is the uh, executive director. Yeah, executive director of WVIA. And And she's an Irish laugh right from Ireland. I love to listen to her speak. And I didn't yep. know that she was from Ireland until she opened her mouth. And I thought, oh, yeah. I love it. Yep. Keep talking. Keep talking. She's so a dog. She told us, told us her story of how she got to this country. And um, we had uh, Michelle Dempsey, Michelle Neary, Barbara O'Hara. Barbara O'Hara. Let's see who was on the other side of the table. Uh, well, it was Carla, and um, oh, there's two other women. I can't think of their names. But and then it was Jeannie Genslinger and me. We co-hosted the evening. But what was really so cool about it was that everybody was just. It was a comfortable, very comfortable group of women who just. We went from topic to topic to topic, and it was one of those kinds of, of evenings that you really didn't want to end because it was just, it was so, like, the, the level of um, energy in that group was yep. so high that it, uh-huh. it just said, it, it, it's almost like you were plugged into a generator, you know, <laughs> and you're yes. thinking, yes. this is great, this is great. If you unplug me, I just fizzled down to nothing. But it was also... Nine o'clock at night, time to go home. So anyway, um, it was wonderful, and of course the food was spectacular because well, we got as the always. Mm-hmm. And um, Jeannie gave us a little bit of a tour of the place, but the most uh, iconic, I guess, is the word. The most iconic piece of the ambiance of the Settlers Inn is this monstrous fireplace that usually is roaring with a great blaze. And she told us that she was so disappointed because they found out that they had someone come to clean the chimney and there was too much creosote in there and they had to get rid of all of that before they could open it up. And it wouldn't be available until the 19th of October. So we didn't have that. But um, besides that, it was better to be safe. Fabulous. Yes, well, for yeah, sure. That's great. For sure. That's great. Yeah, there, so, Lynn, that, well, truly, that was a great group of gals. 
But since you brought it up, we're going to explain my angst towards circle 200. Mm. Okay. So we can be full disclosed here. I I was asked to join to put in a a, a, um, a uh, application, application. I guess is that the right yeah. term, and to yeah. become a member of Circle Two Hundred, which you you were in this since the beginning, right, Lynn? Like really close uh, to the maybe beginning of this. Very close, very close. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was started by who was that woman? What's the woman's name? Um, Liz Graham. Um, okay. Donna O'Toole, Donna Seaver O'Toole, uh, Marilyn Millington, and that was basically it. That's the three women. Yeah. So it was, and it was the intent to get two hundred women. Is that yep. what it is? Yep. And I don't yeah. know where you're at now, but there's a process that you have to get in, and supposedly, and I say that with quotes. There's a grid type system that they say, well, we can't have too many of this from this organization or too many, not organization, but um, uh, occupation and this or that I, is supposedly what it is. So Lynn asked me to uh, join and fill out an application and said it would be good for you and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Lynn was my cheerleader and, you know, do it. And, um, of course, I did. And, and as I tell Stephen at um, Sanderson, I was turned down. So I was not accepted into the Circle 200 group of gals. So that's why I say that's why Lynn said I know there's some controversy. So you got to be got to be honest. It, you know that's that's what happened. Um, so um, you know you can't help but think what is wrong with these people. But anyway, that's just my own uh, take on this situation. It's sort of like a bizarre way of. Um, um, it, it's kind of like old girls clubs, so to speak, that used to be years ago and don't really exist anymore. I mean, with those type of, it reminds me of um, a very like old blue bloody kind of, you know, uh, people getting into different things and, oh, you have to be this or you have to be that, you know, that kind of stuff. And it, it, um, it it sort of reminds me of that in a way. I, maybe things have changed because God knows when. How long was that? Ten years ago? Yeah, ten years. At least. It has. And Peterson and I, I'll, I'll throw her under the bus with me. One of my best buddies, <laughs> Deb Peterson, was also. So we were in good company. There's misery, you know, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we had, but, um, you know, maybe things are different now. I don't know. But that, that some of the ladies in that group are incredible, incredible people and you just named a whole bunch of them in that group so i can totally understand why you would yeah. uh, have that kind of energy flow and because creativity is great these are very you know they're good ladies so that's and, and that carla well, getting to her is she's yes. a doll i met her at um an event for jerry notariani uh, uh, uh or no for matt cartwright it was uh at mm-hmm. jerry notariani's um uh, Laceworks uh, location and we were there one morning and I met Carla and a sister of hers and a friend and they all and they were at an event the night before that we had for Broadway theater and I didn't know it was them I remembered them seeing them not knowing who they were and we had this like dueling piano situation at uh, Madame Jenny's and then they were the next morning they were there and so, Lynn, at Madam Jenny's, when I saw Carla, 
or her sister, I don't know if Carla was actually there, but her sister and her and her friend, the other person that I had met at the uh, Matt Cartwright event at the Laceworks, was, they were there. And I said, I remember seeing you guys. So anyway, it was, um, it was a nice, nice to see them, nice to have a conversation. But she's a doll. I, I, I love she her. She is. She was really mm-hmm. a nice person. And like you said, I could just listen to her speak. All night. <laughs> oh, yep. Because, great. you know, it's just amazing that no matter what it is, um, that if she just continues to talk with with a very pronounced Irish accent, it uh-huh. is just, it's lyrical. It's just interesting to listen to her speak. Anyway, um, I have to acknowledge the other two women that were there um, also at the Circle 200 dinner, and that was Jennifer Davis and Andrea Kaledi. So Aww. we had we had a wonderful great group ladies. of women. Yes, yeah. We had a wonderful group. We talked about everything. We talked about travel. We talked about the places they've been to. We talked about novels that we've read. And, and somebody said, oh, my God, I have to get that one. That sounds really good. <laughs> and so you go. it, was just, it was just a very open and fun, interesting evening. You know, nothing structured. And it was great. Oh, good. Really, really enjoyed it. So that's all I got great. to report on my end. Okay, and me too. We're just um, all right. Let's take us out. Close it up. Yeah, we're gonna take. Well, I'll take us out there, baby. All right, okay. so everybody, thank you again so much for listening, as always. And uh, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Uh, get through sat- Saturday and Sunday. It'll be a nice day. So enjoy it, and we'll see you next week. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Bye. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.